Everybody, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. It is into the iris. Uh, whether you want us back or not, we're here because none of us really have anything better to do tonight. I am your host, Snag a Wolf, on this the twenty third episode. We made twenty three of these for some reason. Uh, with me tonight is uh, the Lanzo Lini. What's going on? We've also got <coughs> DJ Axes. DJ Axes. Um, Hank's here, I guess. Hey, and a special guest. This, I think, this is our first special guest uh, we have with us tonight. Support extraordinaire, top five hundred player, and Canadian. So you know he's awesome at everything else. Zizix is with us tonight. Hell Hello. yeah! How's it oh, going? Wait. I brought something for this. <laughs> <laughs> You realize you're just ripping off GG, right? You're ripping me off I'm directly? I'm sorry, I've had this app for many a years. Really? Because <laughs> I was the first one to do a soundboard, so maybe you should get your own thing. Okay. I have uh, anyway, um, many a time to add a soundboard to my uh, setup. Well, you're the audio guy, with, like, so... quality stuff instead of cell phone You have audience. to deal with it. Uh, how about I'll try asking again without <clears throat> Hank opening his yapper. Zizix, how you doing? I am not so bad. Yourself? Oh, just great. Uh, we are we're real happy you could join us tonight because we need someone on here who actually knows how to play this game. <laughs> well, I'm happy to be here, my man. Awesome. Hell yeah. Uh, all right, well, uh, how is everyone else doing? You having a good week? Yeah. Things are going okay? Yeah. Birthday. Uh, my birthday was on Saturday, so. Oh, oh happy, happy birthday. birthday. Are you older happy than this birthday. podcast? Yes, actually. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. By, by one More than birthday. <laughs> Hey, there oh. we go. So how old He's are just... you in Into the Iris years, you know? Uh, oh, one. What? One over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, I don't, I, I didn't, anyone got a calculator? <laughs> the podcast. Are you the baby of the show, or is that Lanzo? The Which podcast one is, is 23, I am 24. All right. So well, I, I I have had a terrifying week. Thanks for asking. Oh, I don't, sorry. I don't really care. You're still here, so <laughs> well, I, I still consider I haven't finished it a placements, negative. so I'm in a really scary spot because I'm like two and six right now. Oh my gosh! Wow! <laughs> Do you have that getting... just impending dread that you're gonna lose soon? <laughs> hey, you know just, I did like, last season. Rest. I did do, I did go two and eight last season, but climbed up from there. But like, still, it's pretty nerve wracking because like I keep losing by barely. Like we're at ninety nine percent, and then they take the point and hold. And it's yeah. just it's just like that, like every single game. And I'm like, eh, this is my life. It's fine. Well, I mean, the lower you start, the more you get to climb, right? You gotta yeah. look at it. Gotta get like, these like arms buff. Exactly. All you need is a Rocky style montage. Get you right back up there. Exactly. I'm just like clips of me getting one shot by Widowmakers over yeah. and over again. <laughs> and also punching beef for some reason. Some guy's picking Hanzo, and I'm like, nice, no. na nice. Punching beef wasn't a euphemism because this is a family show. Yeah, see, there's and, a video uh, ideas for pitching to you, ZZ. Oh, I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure his content's going to be better than whatever we do. <laughs> 
I don't know. It sounds I mean, pretty good. <laughs> well, now, no, that's just too nice. Yeah, you can you Mr. can be Positivity. honest here. Yeah, we we appreciate it. Um, so yeah, I guess let's just get into this. Uh, we are going to be talking a lot of support this episode, but first, uh, real briefly, let's talk about Arisa. Uh, we're going to cover her a little more in depth when she goes live. But has anybody had any experience with her on the PTR? Yes, but only versus like six other or Orisas or however you say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everyone goes to do the uh, everyone goes to do the, like the anything goes mode, right? So there's just yeah, so everyone can play the new hero. I will say though, I have not been unhappy during that situation. It's just all the shields ever. Everybody's shooting each other, and there's just balls flying everywhere. Oh, it's a blast. And her clip lasts roughly five minutes. Uh, yeah, they, they nerfed it, quote unquote. It's like it's 150 now. It started at 200, right? Yeah. Right. What, so, what are your thoughts, Zizix? Have you have you gotten a chance to jam it yet? Uh, I have, but uh, much like that, yeah. It's it's also. A, the PTR is kind of a hard environment to actually try and yeah. get an objective view on the heroes because, uh, like, like has been said, I mean, PTR is kind of like meme mode. Everybody just kind of picks whatever they want, and it's just kind of a big joke. Yeah. But that being said, I think she has a really strong skill set. Uh, I, I honestly, I don't feel like she's going to be the Reinhardt um, replacement as as Blizzard has, I guess, uh, advertised her to be. Oh, kind but, of what people are hoping to, yeah. Yeah, but I I feel like um, with the prevalence of high ground advantage in the uh, higher levels of play, I feel like that orb is going to be used to a great extent in the higher levels. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. definitely like I think her kit's like big shining <clears throat> factor is that like the play around that. It's like Me, you know yeah. everybody has their sort of thing that you want to get right, and that's going to be the one thing that's going to separate good Orisos from like really great ones it's kind of like Reinhardt's and like good shield use and stuff like that like right, I feel I mean, that'll be the big deciding factor you guys have all seen that combo right where Orisa shoots the right click ball and then like your Reinhardt ults them as they're all above in the air where they're not yep, blocked yeah. by the Reinhardt shield yeah Ooh, no that sounds there really good there are so good. many yeah. disgusting wombo combo possibilities with that ball yeah, I'm excited. But we, we can obviously dive more into that later. Um, but we were all wrong. Uh, well, I mean, yes and no. I mean, we brought up Spider Tank in speculation, which I think, Snaggle, you got right. My I'm, hope for I mean, her inside that, of a mech That's why suit. the number one rule on our Discord is Snaggle is always right. Okay. I was I, I didn't get my little girl riding inside of a robot like uh, alien, but she could be in there. Fun. You never know. Oh no! She doesn't I, I explode think... when she dies. She might just be in there. Oh no, man! Because the children like, like smashing a bus and the little girl running after her, saying, "Hey, you stop that!" And she's just in remote mode at that point. Like yeah, Lanzo, you're stretching. She's okay. in manual control when she's actually in the game. Yeah. She's a robot. She's not a mech. Hey, none of this stuff is canon. Remember. <laughs> <laughs> Like, the That's game true. is not canonical with the story, and neither is the story with the game. So it's all possible. Okay. I don't know what you just said, but it confused me. All right, she has an arm cannon. That's all I heard. Yeah. She sure does. Yeah, so I guess so. We, won't, we won't see her true potential like what ZZ says until she's actually on live, because right now it's just memes. And we all love memes, yeah. but they don't exactly give us an objective look. That's Agreed. true. Memes m- memes are not, uh, they're not going to help you get better at this game. Yeah. Uh but hopefully by the time our next episode is out, she will be live. So, like I said, we're going to get in-depth with uh, Orisa when she is live. But we have a fantastic support player with us. So we're going to talk about support. 
So if you're a support player, then this is the episode for you. And if you're not a support player, you should listen anyway, because you'll probably learn some stuff. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So we've got uh, we reached out to the community and got a bunch of questions and we got some of our own questions. So we're just going to pick your brains, Isix, and hopefully that's uh, hopefully that's okay. Yeah, it sounds good to me. Awesome. So let's uh, let's kind of start at the top. Uh, you are playing at a level the rest of us are kind of in the basement looking up at. So who are you Who are you seeing mostly played as supports in the top 500 level? Well, it's it's been the same for quite some time, and uh, much to my dismay, honestly. Aww. But uh, for the most part, it's pretty much Lucio and Anna. Almost every single game on uh, either side, doesn't matter which map it is. It's basically Lucio Anna almost every single game. <laughs> yeah, it's been that way since, gosh, what season? Like three or something or two? When no, did she get released? Season two, two pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Two, yeah. I, that, there you go. She just keeps yeah. going, man. And they try to nerf her, and then everybody's like, "No!" Yeah, I think once they buffed on his fire rate, then everyone is like, "Wow, she's really good." Yeah. Well, I think you know it's bad when like they say, "Oh, we're nerfing Anna," and Anna is like, "Thank God." They're like, I I don't want to play just this hero for now until ever, please. Yeah, pretty much every one of my streams for the past few weeks. Yeah, they're like, "Eh, could you, could you not, could you Anna for us? (laughs) And then there's a heavy sigh as you take one for the team every time. Yeah. So I think that's, so as far as, as Lucio goes, I'm curious, like, they keep trying. It seems like Blizzard really wants to make it so he's not just like always picked all the time. But have any of their nerfs like touched his playability or is he just always good like in almost any situation? Well, I was going to say, I mean, his pick rate really doesn't. Uh, I, I wouldn't say that it's because he's overpowered. Um, and no, any any nerfs and changes that they make to Lucio it doesn't really seem to change anything. And uh, the reason I think that is, is uh, probably just because speed is such a a unique ability and and a unique thing for a character that uh, no matter how much you nerf it, simply having that ability gives you something that is so powerful and so different from everybody else that I feel like you're always going to have a place in the meta. So despite their best efforts... um, like uh, nerfing his uh, his heal or his speed, uh, both of which happened a while ago. But I, I don't think that that's going to be enough. I I actually don't even know what you could do to change Lucio to make him uh, have a lower pick rate. Honestly, yeah. Like I feel like it's a kit problem. It's not really like oh his numbers are too high or anything like that. It's just and I don't say it's a problem. I I don't I don't like go into a game and go oh gosh Lucio like what am I going to do? But it's <laughs> but it is like. It's sort of like Reinhardt in this situation, right? He's the best at that sort of thing, and it's so good to have him on your team that it seems dumb to not do it. Now, mind you, there's certain situations where you might not play Reinhardt, but most of the time, like, he's just so good. Like, what he brings to the table is like, well, I like all of this. I think we all like all of this. Yeah, one thing uh, that I find kind of funny is that now that he's over in Heroes of the Storm... Like, it's literally the same problems where it doesn't, like, if they can move his numbers, it doesn't matter. People are still going to pick him. And he's super contested, in, you know, in ranked play there as well, just because having that speed boost is insane. His healing is also overtuned in that, but that's a different thing altogether. But having that speed for your entire team, like, it's such a good tactical thing that it, you know, translates well between MOBAs and 
Overwatch. So yeah. everybody's got to yeah. go fast, man. I love Good it. Kids transcend games, I suppose. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, yeah. it could, it could be, be worse. worse. You know, yeah. Lucio's such an, a, a fun guy. So if it was anybody like Reaper in every game, I'd be terrified. <laughs> oh, great! Yeah. We're at a hot topic again, apparently. <laughs> a dark future. I don't want to think about. Ah, just got so many emotions. I feel like they would have to like completely rework him in which order I to uh, either rework him or just nerf him into the ground, which I don't think they're going to do. And I don't think they yeah. should do. Um, it's just his AOE speed and healing is just, there's so much good stuff there. Well, it's fun to watch a really good Lucio too. I mean, I think we yeah. can all agree on that. Like somebody just goes off the chain with all this sick wall riding and the mechanics and everything. Like, I love watching a fun Lucian. I don't think they'll ever nerf him to the ground. It's just he's he's still such a loved character anyways. And like I said, I don't think he's problematic. Like you don't No, he he's not an impressive character. Um but I, let's let's talk about the, the the elephant in the room or the grandma in the room. Um <laughs> so Anna's still getting played a ton even though they they keep nerfing her. Do you think like what do you think Zizix they need to do to Anna to get her to not be just like insta pick every game. Um, I I would say there, there's probably one main thing, and I might honestly get a bit of flack for this. Um, Ooh, bring it! it yeah, it's, it's the grenade. The grenade yeah. is the elephant in the room, in my opinion. The the yep. uh, the purple or anti heal is honestly it's just such a powerful ability. Uh, I mean. Take Zenyatta, for example, his ultimate. I mean, amazing healing. You can save your entire team. It's kind of like a preemptive revive from, from yeah. Mercy. But yeah. this this uh, ability can basically just completely counter uh, an entire ultimate. I mean, you can make comparisons to other heroes, but I mean... It, it takes ability, a lot more skill, yeah, for those yeah. other heals to do it. And, and I mean, the, the ability to completely prevent the team from uh, doing any healing or making any plays. I mean, you, you might as well just pack up your bags and kind of walk away from your keyboard for about, you know, four or five seconds, however long it lasts. Because yeah. I mean, that, at the top level of play, that's kind of what it's like uh, when, when you get anti-healed. It's kind of like, well, you can't really do anything or you might just die kind of thing. So I feel like that's probably one of the biggest things that they can change for Anna to probably tone down her usage. But she, yeah, she kind of suffers the same problem as Lucio is that her kit is just really, really strong as well. I was yeah. I was watching one of your VOD reviews uh, of a Zenyatta game, and it was a perfect example of that. They were on the last push on, um, oh gosh, it might have been Eichenwald, I think. And the team you know, is all about to go in, but they get Zarya bubbled, and the, the Zenyatta's like, sweet, I know it's my time to save everybody. He transcendence, and then, oh, just kidding, let me let me use my you know low cooldown Anna grenade, and you just all die. Like there's nothing that happens. You can't you can't counterplay it or anything like that, really. Yeah. Now I I'm not too sure about the numbers on it, but I mean I I would like to see more so just like a healing reduction instead of a, yes. a completely changing it. Like so again, I don't have the numbers down. I'm I I don't know how you could tune it, but like fifty percent healing reduction, even seventy five percent, like so that some healing can get through. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really too sure, but uh, it's just such a powerful ability and completely shuts down um, enemy teams. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah, because like whenever I get hit by like an Anna grenade, I'm like, yep, I'm going to go hide behind a wall now. See you in four <laughs> seconds. Yeah. Like, please don't shoot me. That's usually how it goes. <laughs> I think I think we all, you know, you, you suddenly the, the color purple is like way more violent than you'd assume it to be. 
Instead of normally it's like, oh, these nice things are purple. It's such a deep, rich color. But now in Overwatch, it's like, it's purple. I'm dead. I'm screwed. Just all tab out. Just uh, let me let me go ahead and uh, what is it? F four, F five. Just quit the game. Alt F four. Yeah, there you go. Noob. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't rage quit professionally. Oh, you should. I was thinking of friends whenever I get hit with a grenade. Like, oh, <laughs> purple. Purple. This is what it's like purple when doves cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. my god, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So let let's talk about the other two. Um, leaving kind of Symmetra to the side because we're we're kind of discussing healers a little more right now. Uh, so, like, do you see any Mercy or Zenyatta at all? I'm I'm assuming you see more Zen than Mercy. If any, if any. Last season, I did see a lot of Zenyatta on defense, but actually recently with the uh, the Mercy buff, making her an, an invincible after a revive, I've actually seen her and surprisingly used her quite a bit uh, since, since that buff. Really? Yeah. Uh, now, I, I mostly I see Zenyatta on... Uh, I see him mostly on defense because, like I said before with Lucio, I feel like speed boost is just too powerful. To give up yeah. on offense, but uh, yeah, Zenyatta sees quite a bit of usage on defense, especially if the enemy team has a Pharah. Like, uh, yeah. if there's a Pharah yeah. and a Mercy on the enemy team, and you happen to be on defense, I mean, Zen's honestly usually a pretty safe pick. Um, I mean, the Discord really helps shut down that Pharah-Mercy combo, and uh, if if they have a Genji or something, like, uh, Transcendence really does... Um, do wonders at saving your team from, uh, you know, big team wipe ultimates such as that. Assuming the enemy Anna, you know, doesn't just completely nullify it. It's it's <laughs> yeah. worth the chance. He's definitely mm-hmm. worth the chance in, in certain situations. So, I mean, you see him quite a bit on defense every now and then. This actually, yeah. this segue is perfect into a question that somebody asked me uh, on another... I cheated on you guys. I was at another Discord asking questions too. What? So, uh, oh, damn Hank. Yeah. we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about this after um, the show. But uh, a friend of mine asked me. He goes, and you sort of pointed it out the Zenyatta on defense sort of thing. Uh, he kind of just had a general question, which is, you know, when do you know when to play? Like what support in what situation? So he said, like Lucio on attack because that speed boost is so invaluable, right? But and Zenyatta's better on defense. Like, is there any sort of niche picks or like situations where, like, hey, if you're in this situation, this is what you should be doing right now, or who you should maybe who should maybe try to play into it. Uh, that's actually a really good question. I mean, uh, that question alone could almost warrant a guide in and of itself, but, uh, I I would say the general rule of thumb, especially with all of the nerfs and buffs that have been happening lately to supports is that, uh, honestly, despite what I say and despite what I think, uh, Symmetra has merit and, uh, she's very powerful on choke heavy maps like, uh, Eichenwald and, uh, Two CP, uh, to an extent, yeah. Like Hanamura is probably the, the biggest example of yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, so big choke heavy maps, like maps that are really hard to break through as is. She kind of strengthens that. So that would be a niche pick there. You wouldn't want to have her on defense on every single map. And uh, for Zenyatta, honestly, uh, it it kind of uh, goes with maybe instinct, I don't know, whatever you're more comfortable with. I mean, Zen is honestly, he's a pretty good defensive pick by default, 
But uh, when in doubt, I mean, Anna Lucio is pretty much the best you're going to get. But I mean, if if they do have a Farah or, you know, something really harassing you, Zenyatta can be a good switch. Yeah. So so how often do you find yourself actually picking Symmetra? I know she said, despite what I say, she has merit. I'm (laughs) taking it. You're not a big fan of playing her. I am not. I think I have maybe a grand total of fifteen minutes, and that was uh, that was being drunk. So. <laughs> you, you don't have you to aim as much. It's true. true. See, wh- my question is, why don't they move her from support to defense? Because that's what it feels like. Like at least, understandably, in her kit, like that's what it seems like's happening more. Like oh. she's a defensive Thematically, hero. she's supposed to be like uh, engineer from TF2, right? <laughs> So he was a defensive hero. Plus, he's got a teleporter. That's defensive. So so obviously, she must be a defensive. And uh, a shield, like a shield, like two shields, like a shield generator and a shield. Like, yeah, I'm mad about you know unparticular things. I'm sorry. <laughs> How dare she be classified in some arbitrary role? I am angry about trash. life. This game is Bastion's garbage. not a tank. What the hell? <laughs> His ultimate says take. Why is he not a take? I think we no need sense. to get a hold of Jeffy and just have a conversation with him. Sit him down right and say, we have some issues and things need to change or else you are going to lose our support. And as we are the premier Overwatch podcast, <laughs> I don't know if that's true. That's I'm just going to say it is. Uh, it. <laughs> God damn it. Hank, Thanks supposed to support. <laughs> I don't know why I invited you on the show. You started it by being uh, deprecating, so I'm just playing along. Yeah, but I only deprecate you. All right. Nah, that's so not true. We have other listener questions here that we got from our Discord, which is discord.24snetwork.com if you're not already in it. Who's the host here, you or me? Uh, I'm not I moving into listener it. questions yet. I thought it was Hank. Because I have hey. wanted, I got more questions for Zizix myself. Zizix oh. is my boy. <laughs> I like I mean, you. I mean, oh, like, Hank just moved right into his listener questions. What about mine, Snaggle? Oh, God damn it! Look, here's the thing. I I want to... We probably should ask these questions first, uh, but we're as bad at podcasting as we are at Overwatch. I'm curious, Zizix, what, um, what drew you to the support role? Also, also, I guess a follow-up to that is, do you have any, like, previous experience with something like a TF2? Um... I guess I'll start with the previous experience first. Um, Not specifically support. I've actually never played support in any game, literally ever, uh, because it was always (laughs) touted as the boring role. Um, But anyways, I I do have plenty of uh, FPS background. I mean, a a little stint in in Counter-Strike, a lot of Quake, Unreal Tournament, and Half-Life, like uh, arena shooters and death matches. I mean, I've been playing video games since I was four. I I just love FPS. I've been playing it just so long. I can't even I can't even fathom how many hours I've wasted, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, what got me into support? I mean, honestly, it was kind of a random chance. It's typically how people end up playing support in the first place and uh, <laughs> just sort of forced into it. Yeah. You kind of get forced into it. Yeah, my, I think we all got the pre-order beta me and my friends and we hopped into a quick play together. And they're all picking the heroes. They've already played a few rounds. They kind of know what they're doing. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so who who do I play? And they're like, uh, it looks like you're playing a healer. I'm like, oh, okay. 
So I, I think I picked Mercy because I, I kind of understood how uh, her kit kind of worked from Team Fortress 2 experience. I've never played him in there, but, you know, I was like, yeah, OK, yeah, medic. We'll, we'll go with that. I get it. Hold down left click. Understood. And I, I don't know what it is, but credit to Blizzard. They did a really good job and I enjoyed the shit out of out of playing Mercy. And yeah. ever since then, I've just kind of been hooked on support. Yeah, I think I can't think of another game that makes support as fun to play as Overwatch is. Agreed. They did a really good job at like giving a lot of mechanical reward to the supports as well. Instead of just the flashy plays of, oh, I'm a tracer and I'm jumping around and doing stuff. You can, as you can see by people like, what is it, DSP Stanky? Like people like watching the supports do flashy things too because they can. They yeah. enabled them in the game to not just be a boring healer. You can do way more than that. Yeah. Also, you're not constantly fighting over playing support as much as like, oh, everyone wants to play DPS. I've, I've actually met a lot of people that fight to play Anna. Like, <laughs> I, I was actually going to say today, uh, for example, I I think I had a few games where I was literally forced onto DPS. I was actually oh, really? quite surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I, I, you, I was normally I just insta lock Anna because I, I have trust issues, but uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> but yeah, I, f I figured I'd just kind of let it sit for a little bit, see what see what everybody else is picking, and just kind of do some fill because I was trying to make my day a little bit more enjoyable. But I yeah. Uh, yeah, both both slots ended up getting taken up instantly, and then even a third person would select it and realize that they can't, and I'd, I'd be forced <laughs> onto like Soldier or Zarya and. That was interesting, but it's just not quite the same. Yeah. So, so though, who are, who are your? You mentioned Soldier and Zarya. Who are your go-to's if you are forced to play a DPS or a tank? Honestly, it's it's typically though it's typically those two, yeah. and uh, if if those two are taken, well, you might as well pack up your bags. I think we lost. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I hear you're I, a pro I, Genji I though. In you. Oh yeah. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a is that a pro Genji? I have, I have a selfish question. Uh, do you ever see Junkrat ever? Very very rarely, like it, it, extremely rarely. I think there's one uh, one other top five hundred player. His name is Crow, I believe, and and he is a he's a he's a Junkrat one trick, and he's pretty much the only time I've ever seen anybody on <laughs> I am him. Writing this name down, I want to watch this. <laughs> I believe it's Crow. I could be wrong. Sick Junkrat. Oh yeah. Speaking of top 500, do you get like a number of what number you were? Uh, you do. I think they're changing that though, from what I've uh, been told. I haven't actually checked out any of the patch notes myself, but uh, I've been told that this time around you do not get your number shown anymore. Oh, I was gonna ask what you were. Well, what about the top 500 leaderboard? What they still show like the number that you are, so you're able to kind oh, of just yeah, know? The, the leaderboard will still be there, yeah. I've unfortunately only finished once. I've made it there every season, but I've only finished in the top 500 once, unfortunately. Well, that's, yeah. not, that's not unfortunate compared to the rest of us. Wow. <laughs> oh, just True. once? Okay, yeah. scrub. The yeah. host of our podcast here last season didn't even do placements, so... I don't think I did placements the season before either, so suck it, Hank. Like I uh, said, we what? encompass all of the audiences, a uh, casual audience to <laughs> an, a slightly less casual audience. I hate you so much. Hey. Um, so before we get into the listener questions, does anybody else have any uh, have anything they want to talk about here? Uh, let me double check. 
Because I copied and pasted stuff. Uh-huh. What? Couldn't uh, do this before the show? Oh, no, no, no. I have it's, all these questions. I'm double-checking like, to see if he hasn't asked them already. It's a shame we don't have a notes, written it in some like a show notes section. Document. You could don't, put this don't, stuff don't in. Don't listen to them. I believe in you, Hank. <laughs> see, this is what, like, look, at. so guys, I think Zizix here is is a force of positivity, as everybody should be in their Overwatch game, especially when he butters me up like this. Oh, yeah, I guess that's a that's a good question. How do you keep your positivity that is a good question. the toxic wasteland of ranked play? You're welcome. I let us <laughs> oh, there. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, I, I honestly, I, I really don't know what it is. Um... I mean, before Overwatch, I was pretty much every other FPS gamer, you know, get tilted, get angry. I don't know what it is. Maybe it was being forced into support. Kind of changed my entire mindset. But, I mean, it, it's kind of, it has to do with, uh, you know, it's a game, bottom line. And uh, you, you, if you're not having fun, then what's the point, right? Yeah. And, uh I, I think that's pretty much really all it stems from is that, you know, why be angry at, at the little things or uh, why yell at your teammates for making mistakes? I mean, it, nobody's having fun in that case. You'll end up playing worse. They'll end up playing worse. Everybody ends up playing worse. And then it just kind of uh, creates this vicious cycle of uh, toxicity within the community. But mm -hmm. I, I think, honestly, it, it all stems from just enjoying the game, you know? Yeah. I, so do you have like, do you have like a set amount of games you want to play when you sit down to like grind out some ranked, or do you just kind of go with what you feel like? Honestly, it's kind of dictated from my uh, from my streaming hours. I just kind of I, I pretty much actually don't play Overwatch when I'm not streaming it. Uh, okay. So it's kind of just dictated by a time frame. Like I have X amount of hours. Let's see how many we can crank out today. Right. Yeah. Well, like that one uh, hockey guy once said, it's only game. Why do you have to be mad? It's just game. Why do you have to be mad? We should get him on the show. I, I have a real question here about top 500. So there's an environment. Do you like run into the same people often? Yes. Okay. I, all the time. Now, you don't have to answer this. But if there, is there is there a player that when you get when you get him like he's a one trick of something or whatever when you get him in your game you're like oh no he's on my team. Uh yes actually uh I <laughs> don't I I don't know I haven't seen him around lately but uh and I I don't think technically he was top 500 last season around but he was GM and I I'd see him all the time and his name was Chirps. What does he play? Uh, he, <laughs> He was a Torbjorn uh, yes. one-trick. <laughs> yes! <laughs> and That's the first thought. I'm like, he's got to be a Torb one-trick. He always does. <laughs> and I think as of lately, he's been a Sombra one-trick. I, I think he, a little bit better. Yep. I think he picks heroes just to make people angry. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I can understand some of the animosity towards him, but it, it's almost he's almost a meme and legend in and of himself. Because I mean, he'll he'll get some hate, and other people will defend him, whether they're being ironic or not. And it's it's actually pretty entertaining. Every time he's inside the game, I mean, everybody's mood changes to like a good one. It's like you get top five hundred doing Torb only. You deserve to be there, that's for sure. Yeah, but like. <laughs> I've heard of um, Stevo, who's like the f infamous Symmetra only main, who like oh, seen him, mutes, yeah. who like mutes everything, and like so no everyone's constantly talking trash to him, so he just mutes everything and just plays. 
I actually uh, played with him for the very first time. I think it was uh, just not too long ago, a few days ago. And uh, it was actually quite interesting. Everybody was uh, getting angry at him, but I was, I, I was pocketing him, man, and just loving the the hell out of the game. I mean, I, we we did really bad. We lost really, really bad. But I enjoyed every minute of it. It's it's all about the friends you make along. It's the truth. Exactly. Yeah, keep yeah. punching me in the face. I love it. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. The journey's a painful one, so... <laughs> so oh do you ever God. find that, like, if you get on a losing streak, like, what do you do to kind of... Do you just kind of step away from the keyboard and say, I'm going to take a break, or do you keep grinding out games, or what do you do? I, I definitely take a break. Um, yeah. It, if you get into, like, a, a negative mindset, you're losing games, you're, you're starting to get down upon yourself, and maybe even a little bit frustrated... By playing continuously, you're just going to continue getting deeper and deeper into that mindset, and it's you're just going to spiral downwards from there. So, yeah, yeah I, like I highly a, recommend people take breaks if they're, you know, losing games and getting tilted. Is there, like, a set amount of games that you lose and you're like, I can't anymore? Or is it, like, you know what I'm saying, like, set bars? Because, like, I know I do that myself where I'm like, all right, I'm on a streak of, like, minus three or minus four. I should probably back off for a second. Do you find yourself, like, hitting benchmarks like that ever? Uh, for me, I, I, I basically my rule of thumb is uh, two losses in a row, and I'll, I'll take a step back for a little bit. And if I lose two more in a row after that, well, then I'll take another break and so on and so forth. So kind of, I, I would say I honestly just kind of prolong the uh, losing streak. But, prolong uh, the suffering. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, 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 I try and get back into a fresh, positive mindset every time I do lose two in a row. And usually I, I don't lose it more than that in a row. Like, I'll oh, lose two, okay. take Humble a break, break, and then I'll win one or something and <laughs> feel better about myself. Nice. That's good advice. All right, well, let's get into some of these listener questions. Uh, thank you, everybody, for sending these in. Um, we'll start at the top here. And these are just uh, basically taken straight from the Discord, so we'll have to maybe puzzle out some of the wording on some of these, but we're going to do our best. Uh, how do you know when to go in and when to hang back? Oh, man, this one is honestly, it, it's it's really tough, but I, I would say that there is a simple answer to this. And uh, basically, always be paying attention to your kill feed and how many people are alive on each side. If, if your team manages to get a pick or a, a kill, uh, that, that's typically your time to go in, maybe push uh, the advantage a little bit because it's a 5v6 now. So you should have numbers on them. Yeah. And uh, likewise, the opposite. Uh, if one of your teammates get gets picked off, you know, maybe it might be time to start backing away or getting into a, a little bit more of a hardened down position, like really defensive turtle up. But uh, I mean, that, that's probably the simplest way to put it. I mean, I could go on for probably hours straight on, about all the little all things right. that you could buckle watch up, everybody. Here we go. <laughs> but yeah, that, I that's, go nowhere. That's typically it. I mean, uh, basically just. If you are up in teammates compared to how many enemies there are, that's a good time to go in, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what do you do if your team just slowly feeds, and you're like, and it's always a 5v6, and like every time you're at 6, somebody else dies off to the left. You just you still be like, all right, we're, we're going to wait for this guy to respond. I, I honestly typically just 
let go of my mouse and keyboard for a little bit and, <laughs> and wait until people, uh, you know, figure out that somebody's just kind of standing still. And that, that's usually when they yell at you to start moving or something. And then, you know, you kind of rally them together. Be like, oh no, I was here uh, the whole time. I was waiting for you guys to pay cause. attention. If you, if only you could spam Lucio's like voice chats, like, look at this team, we're gonna do great, and just like <laughs> keep everybody together with your force <laughs> of positive energy. It's like, hey guys, you can't get heals if you're not around me. You won't go faster. Come on, stick uh, around. If you, if you use that too much, it becomes like the Hearthstone hello emote. Like you know, they just like they're about to like one shot, and you're like, hello. <laughs> like imagine like look at this team god shut up i know we're losing like you're like, too much man we're it becomes a great it's like they cap great. three points and you're like two seconds left on the fir- first point it just becomes bm if you use it like if you give any player like access to like any voice line or emote it's gonna become bm doing yeah. great intensifies yeah exactly well met yeah, exactly. Well met. Just over well and over. I love how I love the 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 sort of resolve of any gaming community to take the most polite things in a game and make them as mean as possible. Like right, crouching. Like, yeah, like crouching. Or like in Hearthstone, like they have a threatened emote. That's like the emote you're supposed to use to like BM someone, but no, it's like well met, hello. Never did people living in Egypt go, you know, in the future, I know how we're going to insult people. Just crouching. Literally just crouching. And you're going to make tons of angry people just doing that alone. Yeah. This has been Historical Facts with Hank. Um, I'm curious, do you still occasionally or maybe not occasionally run into like the trickling in thing is that something that you leave behind once you get into the top 500s or do people still do that uh it definitely still happens in some cases i think it's even worse uh depending (laughs) on who you're playing with i'm too good to die exactly actually that that's exactly what i was gonna say i mean uh i don't make mistakes yeah some people get a little bit too full of themselves they think they can do no wrong and uh they try and 1v6 the enemy team much to uh you know our team's dismay so wait wait are you saying that if you're playing genji the optimal strategy is not to always be diving surprisingly not (laughs) always you would think dying i mean he's a cyborg ninja come on he yeah exactly Get in the back line, even if the rest of your teams would spawn. This is how I'm All right, well, I'm making a note of that. Uh, the next question, what do you do when you're alone? Uh, that's kind of the whole... <laughs> Wait a sec. We need I don't to think this clarify. is specific to Overwatch, just we in general, you know? We need to that question oh, a little bit. How do you deal with being alone? I, this is from me. I'm, I'm so sad all the time. Yeah, we need to help Snaggle. It's got real <laughs> personal. i'm assuming this means if i don't know if your team has been wiped and you're still alive or if you're trying to make it back like i guess is kind of a a general question so wait we're still talking about overwatch right (laughs) you've had a rough day we'll talk about my problems after we're done recording and you find yourself uh, alone on Iconfall to Zayana. I thought we were getting personal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, we're actually, it's a, it's a giant bait. We've tricked you into like a weird, like, psychiatric podcast. This is an intervention. <laughs> oh, yeah. nice. Suit. We're your friends and we care about you, Zizix. Aw. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, what, what to do when you're alone? Um, 
honestly, there's a quick little saying. Uh, I was I was actually saying this in the video that I was about to be releasing. Uh, it, it's die Spoilers. or get out. Those are your two options. You either run back to your team or you just you, you just literally suicide into the enemy team. Like, there's no other real thing you can do, because, I mean, if you kind of stay there a little bit, maybe try to build up a bit of ult charge, uh, you're probably just going to get staggered even harder, because yeah. now you're going to be killed when your team is almost back, and then they have to wait for you to be a 6v6 again, and it's just really bad. So I basically, that trickle again. Yeah, so yeah. basically you either just pretty much commit, like, suicide, or you... Uh, where you just run back as soon as physically possible and hope that you don't die. Right, like jumping go. off the edge is usually, a, if you want to suicide, because it denies them some alt charge from killing you, right? That and too, actually, yep. It's it's so well known in my tiers that I actually forget that it's lesser well known. I mean, I've, <laughs> I've seen it. Know that. I was going to yeah. say a few times, somebody will be like, oh man, this guy is top 500 and he just killed himself. He's really bad. <laughs> it's like, well, no, there, there's actually a reason to that. Yeah, it's one, you get the quicker respawn time with your team. And two, you deny the enemy team ult charge. I mean, if you're going to be dying anyways, I mean, why give up, you know? Yeah. Or why give up the, sorry, why give the enemy team an advantage? Quickest way to get back to full health without uh, getting a healer. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Don't take this advice in real life, people. It'd be terrible. Yeah, no, we're talking <laughs> about we Overwatch. Are still talking about Overwatch? I just wrote down, <laughs> always suicide. There we go. <laughs> Always. Every <laughs> time. Oh, we write spawn. that down. We're like, all right, so there's a drop off on the right, left side of Numbani. As soon as you spawn, that's where we're going, team. That's right, single we're going. Going. Let's go. That's the pros. Was, the pros are like playing this. maps out to practice perfect places like, to Zizek jump off. said this on a podcast, all right? He's top 500, so we got to listen to him. Right, <laughs> straight the map. Lucio speed boost us. Let's go. This That's guy spent so the entire good. match running into cars. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly wish those cars were like more part of the map in, in the Oasis. So yeah. like you could be fighting and someone wasn't paying attention to their positioning and just gets, you know, slammed. That would be great. But no, it's like <laughs> way off to the side. It's lame. I agree. Ragdoll um, physics. The next question. Zizix is real town. Oh, wait. Did DJ, did you write this one? <laughs> no. No, this is from no, Discord. No, this, I, half of these were from Bloody Saint, I think. Uh, we already covered, uh, you're not from California. Did you pick the name just so you'd always be last in an alphabetical list? I'm, I'm I don't know actually, what the advantage to that would be. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's actually how the original name was thought up, uh, from the founder of Zizix. Um, I'm pretty sure that's how he ended up coming up with the name, is that he wanted to be the last, uh, word in the God, English dictionary. What a douche. Me? I'm just completely unoriginal. <laughs> like, I, I gotta be, you know what? I'm the mayor of this town. It's it's probably some crazy guy. He's got like a bunker and some stuff. And he's like, right, I'm gonna name it. I'm gonna name it Zizix. Yeah, I'll show him. Dibido. He's the best guy next door names it like Zizix Zit with like an extra Z at the end just to fuck <laughs> Get Rex Scrub. The guy just burns his whole place down. My shame. <laughs> Uh, next listener question. Uh, again, these were basically copy pasted. How often do you swap between support kittens? No, um, see, that's you should have screened that. That doesn't make any sense. I, I look, I'm gonna I, delete that word. I should have done I it before because I our knew you would have read it. Wait, DJ, did you do that? I just deleted it. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, he got us again. That was DJ. 
I know he likes to replace some words with meow sometimes and kitten. Oh, Jesus. This is why no one listens to the show. How often do you swap between support and when would you consider making a switch? Supports. I'm guessing there's an S in the end there. Or? There was a kittens too, so. Yeah, I, I kept the, uh, the pluralization. But you put it on kittens. See, this is the confusion here. <laughs> Ooh, Don't question like that. that. <laughs> how, how often? Um, very rarely. It's, it should pretty much only ever be typically a once a game thing, or at least once a, a side. Uh, for example, uh, if, if you're Symmetra, they break through the one and only choke that you're good at. Basically, get off Symmetra. Um, you hear, yeah. <laughs> say that one more time for me so all the idiot Symmetras in my game hear One that. more time for people in the back. If you lose the choke, get off Symmetra. Thank you. Oh, my God. Oh, this that is a service announcement. That was almost erotic. Hank just got stiff. Uh, I gotta go real quick, guys. Please <laughs> mute your mic, please. Yeah, so if you lose the choke of Symmetra, go, go like Lucio or even Zenyatta on defense. And, Say uh, choke one more time. Choke. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, okay. And, uh, yes, I have to keep muting myself. <laughs> you should just hit mute and leave it on mute. God damn it. Sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> um, I, I was gonna say, uh, same as like if if, if there's a Pharah on the enemy team, usually Zenyatta is a pretty good pick. But uh, in the current meta, yeah. Anna is basically just keeper all the time. It's pretty simple, and it's typically only for you know like little things like that. If they break the choker, if you really need to deal with uh, Pharah. Okay, uh, I'm going to. Skip down to the next one for a second because <laughs> yeah, you mentioned like Anna. Um, I can't aim, but I think Anna is cool. Should I stop disappointing my team? Uh, honestly, <laughs> it's honestly it's kind of a tough call. I, I would say it's a very tough call um, because on a personal level, I don't recommend anybody under master plays Anna. That that's for uh, maybe a bit more different things like carrying and stuff like that, but. She's a very, very tough character to play. And yeah. sometimes it might honestly just be better off picking somebody else like uh, Mercy or Lucio. You know, the, the less uh, mechanically intensive heroes to play at a minimum level. That being said, you do need to practice somehow, right? And if you, if you like Anna, stick with her. You'll you'll definitely improve with her over time and it will be worthwhile. <laughs> But uh, and quick play and training are like a thing, people. That that yeah. too. That too. I mean, if if you literally have like ten percent accuracy, please do not play Adam. Sounds, I don't. Want sounds to, like my Hanzo. <laughs> I I don't want to be negative because that's kind of you know the opposite of who I am. But yeah, I mean, if if you literally can't aim with Anna, unfortunately, you might just want to switch until you put a bit Man, more hours into it. Canadian and nice, like it's. It's just perfect. <laughs> yeah. Practicing and ranked is probably not the best idea. I mean, it's, it's the best place to practice, but, you know, not for somebody you're not comfortable with. Yeah. Yeah. That is right. a good point. Uh, what adjustments do you make if you find yourself being targeted and killed early on in team fights? Uh, there's a bit of a sweet spot. 
and uh, it, it's a bit of both, honestly. I mean, it depends on how you're dying and where. Uh, sometimes being too far away from the fight is actually worse. Uh, for example, if I'm Anna and I'm sitting way in the back sniping, all of a sudden a Genji and a Tracer show up, you're dead. There's nothing you can do. I mean, maybe you could sleep one and maybe you could heal yourself and maybe pick the other one off, but then the other one just comes back and kills you anyways. So it, 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 yeah. in that case, you would actually want to be closer to your team and to the fight. And at the same um, time, you don't want to be too close. Otherwise, you know, you'll just get charged by a Reinhardt or, or hooked by a Roadhog or something. Yeah, I think we've talked about this before in other podcasts. Um, and this sort of brings up a general sort of other question. It's like, as a support specifically, uh, and I guess it might change with a little different supports and everything like that, but where do you generally want your positioning to be? Uh, rule of thumb, I would say as far away as physically possible while still being within a quick, short running distance of your team. And obviously behind as much cover as possible to prevent getting, uh, you know, sniped or hooked or something like that. So yeah. anywhere with a lot of cover that is just far enough out of range to be focused down, but still close enough that, you know, you can make it safely back to your team while screaming in voice chat. <laughs> ah, yes. So I guess along these same lines, uh, for Mercy specifically, how, how long do you like stay locked on your carry? Like, let's say you're following Farah, and she's starting to get pretty far forward. Like, at what point do you say, "All right, I am way too, way too uh, vulnerable. I need to back up," or do you just kind of like stick with it as long as you can just to try and support her? It it's honestly it depends. I mean, I I like to play Mercy as more of a general all around uh, team player and team healer, and quite a few Faras have actually gotten quite mad at me for that. Um, <laughs> I personally I I don't know. I feel like I need to really know the Fera at hand and really trust them before I can literally just sit on them the entire game because more often than not, typically I. I'll, I'll pocket a Pharah, and they'll fly in somewhere thinking they're invincible, and then I'll just die. And they're like, well, yeah. why weren't you pocketing me? It's like, well, you know, I got sniped a few hundred times ago. Yeah, like, that's the smart thing. You you don't kill the Pharah, you killed the Mercy. Yeah. And then the Pharah is easy to kill after that. Typically speaking, I would say you want to stick in that example. Um, I, I would say you want to stick with the pocket for as long as physically possible, and, you know, hopefully deal with your team with a revive at some point or hope that you know the other healer can handle your team yeah so i mean basically just stick with the pocket for as long as possible that being said that's okay. not how i play I, I don't like doing that i i'll jump between the pharah and the team and everything like that it's just kind of preference in my opinion and i get, I get flamed a bit for it every now and then yeah Ooh, i have i have a good question i just thought of on the spot may i ask Oh, indeed. Oh, my God. So, this is going to be speculative, right? So, tomorrow, let's say, Jeff has announced a new support designed by you, right? What would that support have? Like, the perfect support for you. Ooh, good question. Good question, Hank. Um, I, I honestly, I think he would have probably about 200 whoa, HP. Whoa, whoa, you wait, know. wait, wait, wait. You he... 
Come yeah. on. Uh, I guess I guess it okay. Well it would have two hundred health. Like most supports. Like all supports. Unless you're counting pre nerf Zenyatta. Uh or pre buff. You're not gonna give him like five hundred armor. Pre buff. Two hundred health Good sounds about sweat. right. Not getting, I would, not well, getting greedy. I, I, here I on probably, into the Iris, we're a big fan of just giving everyone armor. Like if there's a problem with the champion, weak. give him four hundred armor. Four hundred Maze Maze is a little problematic right now, guys. She dies too easy. Uh ah, yeah. four hundred armor. Four hundred armor. Just loaded up with armor. I I I think I think maybe a hundred or fifty of that should be uh probably shields. And uh you should have yeah. a fire and forget heal ability. I really like those uh you know, just place it on a teammate so that, you know, you just put it on and walk away. And maybe, uh, I think maybe a damage maybe a, boost, a fire and forget ability that you could put on the enemies. Oh. And, uh, I like this. right now. I like you'd this. Have, you'd have <laughs> nine balls. Could you, like, a good transcendence like ability? What we're agreeing here is that Zenyatta is the best support. I love me some Zenyatta. And, and Zenyatta has the best skins in game. Uh, I mean, Come some on. of them. Uh, I don't know, Winston's it's, sitting it's, in the corner level, with all his like, awesome skins. Nothing gets better than Nutcracker Zenyatta, I think. I don't know which one is the best. And then, and then, what is it? The the New Year's Zenyatta, the handsome Zenyatta. Oh yeah, hunky Zenyatta. Yeah, hunk hunk Zenyatta. I mean, when I would he actually love has some a of those face. balls. Hunkyata. <laughs> yes, that'd be a good one if he was just like really buff and like walked around instead of floated. Like, <laughs> and his and his kick did like a, did like two hundred damage. Now. <laughs> He doesn't throw the balls, he just smashes you with them. Yeah, he, he just kicks you. No, it's, he just kicks you, you go flying like a Reinhardt hammerhead or something. I love oh this idea. But, uh, uh, I've got a question about a strategy, uh, and let me know uh, how effective you think this is. I'm assuming you're going to think it's super effective. Uh, but Hank and I have the strategy where he plays only Bastion, and I play Shut Mercy, up. and I only heal him. Yeah, I like, like it. <laughs> ignore the rest of the team. Like, that's pretty effective, right? You know, once upon a time... I would laugh at that, but uh, <laughs> nowadays <laughs> I think it's actually becoming a thing. I mean, Blizzard actually toned it down a bit recently with the nerfs, but uh, yeah, with the buffs to Bastion and Mercy, it's actually viable. I've seen it. Uh, I've seen it in my Grandmaster games quite a bit, surprisingly. Yeah, as a shameless Bastion attack main, I never <laughs> on defense, just always attack. I was super happy, and even I was like, okay guys, this Ironclad needs to be toned down a bit, this is ridiculous. <laughs> it's like he gets nano boosted too, and it's like, 80% damage reduction, good luck nerds. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, he's so cute when he gets powered up, he's like, Bree! he's like just, he's like so happy that he's chosen, and then he just destroys everybody. Uh, is like so cute. This is what Happy. they were talking about when the second Omnic Crisis was brought up. Just yeah. overbuffed Bastion. <laughs> I mean, have you guys seen the new comic that they released? That's kind of yeah. about Bastion. He's so oh, yeah. damn Torbjorn. cute. He's just like Torbjorn's like kill me, and he's like do do do. He's like handing up a stick. Torbjorn's cold heart. He got. He actually got through to him. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we got. We got one more user question here. When a cop doesn't feel like it's working, I'm not sure what to do. Should I switch? And if so, to whom? Hmm. That one. I think that one. I feel depends on a lot. Um, yeah. All right. So your enemy team has, or you have a Hanzo, a Widowmaker. <laughs> uh, you, you just switched. To, you just switched to Hearthstone at that point. 
Yeah, you just you just press Alt F four and it says you have no healers. What I kind of feel like and not to just blow sunshine up your ass, but I kind of feel like if the team cop isn't working, it's usually not the healer's fault. Honestly, the fifth healer. <laughs> yeah, unless they're all healers. Yeah. And then it's probably three healers' faults. <laughs> <laughs> Although I've seen, I've lost in competitive to a triple uh, a triple heel comp before and it didn't feel good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this Zenyatta felt like he was like aim locked. It was ridiculous. How did how how much did the the like tank meta suck for you? Was that a thing that you didn't enjoy or was it okay? You you would think as a as an Ana or support main that you would really enjoy it because like the entire meta revolved around you. But honestly, it just kind of it kind of got boring after a bit like it, especially in the top levels of play or, you know, pre pro uh, top levels of play. It it was basically just the exact same game over and over again. It it was really mostly uh, whatever team uh, basically had a better flavor of damage to be nano boosted. So say my team has three tanks, Anna and like Reaper. The enemy team has three tanks, Anna and Soldier. It's like, well, whichever Reaper or Soldier is better basically determined the entire yeah. game. It was really yeah. boring. Mm. Ooh, what on a segue from that? What was your favorite meta? I I really liked. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure it was season one. I was thinking about this a while ago, and I'm pretty sure it was season one with the uh, the Zenyatta Lucio. And uh, a lot of McCrees and Winstons and Reinhardts and all sorts of fun stuff. But simply the fact that I was able to pick Zenyatta every single game, that was enough for me yeah, to enjoy it. I, yeah. I miss that a lot because basically my job was to throw Discord and shoot balls at people. And then if I heard Genji, I just hit Q. And that was <laughs> that was my job. And it wasn't very hard. <laughs> it yeah, was, it was great. really fun. Too. I don't know what it was. Those seemed like simpler times where the Wild <laughs> yeah. West Everything was just McCrees. fun. No one was chucking grenades at you that made you purple. It was great. Yeah, yeah. And yeah nobody everything... made you waste your you know thing that you've been building up to for like two minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, this is kind of random, but it just occurred to me. Are you seeing much Sombra? Like, are is the upper echelon starting to figure out how to play her? Uh, I I don't I can't speak much for the pro uh pro scene because I I don't really follow them too much. But in in at least my tier. No, I, I very, very rarely see Sombra. And typically when I yeah. do, it's still, honestly, would probably be a better idea to just pick somebody else. You know, it's chirps every time. Yeah, chirps. <laughs> you kind of have to put up with him. But I, I would actually say, uh, somebody I've played with quite a bit, pretty sure he doesn't even know who I am, but uh, the number one Cody Aww. in the world, or Sombra in the world, Cody. He's also number one Cody. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> the hype is real. Um, yeah, to, everybody's, uh, you know, everybody compliments his Sombra a lot, which, I mean, honestly, he deserves it. He's really well, good. Are you sure but he I'm, hasn't been in your games? He's just been invisible the whole time and you haven't <laughs> seen him? Well, I was, I was going to say... Uh, I'm much more scared of his uh, Widowmaker than I am when he's on Sombra. And it's just kind of like that. Like, it's... You you can be really, really good at the hero, but it's like, eh, I don't know. I feel like your Widow might do better. Like, when when I'm playing against him, 
If he's on Sombra, it's like, okay, you know, that's pretty scary as a support. But then if he's on Widow, I'm crapping my pants and hiding for cover and, you know, really paying a lot of attention. So, I mean, I, I really don't feel like Sombra is quite there yet. Yeah. Cool. Well, guys, have you got any other questions for Zizix? Uh, I guess um, I have one last one, if anybody else doesn't have any. No, go for it. Uh, so, you you start out every morning with breakfast, correct, Zizix? I started out with coffee. <laughs> All right. That's it. Well, I wanted to ask. I wanted You're to ask. Your on, this is going. This is going somewhere, okay? So, like, how, how on average, how many fire strikes do you eat for breakfast? Oh. <laughs> oh my Approximately <God>. one hundred. <laughs> They're tasty. I had to work in a fire Just strike enough. joke in there somewhere. I, I love me some fire strikes. They're the tastiest stability in the game. <laughs> it's just like there's like six people in front of you, so you don't see it coming. There's like a roadhog standing in your way, and you're like, "Oh, I'm dead. What happened?" Oh no, no, no. The way I do it is there. It'll just be open field. And I'll jump directly into it. I I don't know what it is. I'm like a I'm like a fly buzzing towards a light. It's like the bodyguard, but useless. Like I blocked the wait. Nope, still keeps going. Actually, I'm just dead. Pretty much. And I. Well, I think that's pretty good. uh, Pretty good question to end on. Uh, Zizix, thanks so much for coming on, man. This was great. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Anytime you want to come on. Stuff. Plug all your stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, dude. Get get those plugs in. I don't, I don't know if I should. I'm I'm shy. Oh, oh my come god. On. After oh. after people listen to our crap show, like anything you do is going to be amazing. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I don't know how to do this. I can't really say out URLs. I guess I could. You, you can just be like, look for this and that. Alrighty, or, well, if you guys are interested in watching any more of my content or, you know, listening in or whatever, whatever, uh, you know, you can follow me on Twitch, uh, www.twitch.tv forward slash TV, or you could uh, check me out on YouTube. It's, uh, I actually don't know what it is. Just, just type in Zizix. <laughs> I got it. I actually said Honestly, it. Yeah, got Google, it right here. <laughs> Google Zizix. We'll probably apply most of this in the notes, too. But <laughs> Yeah, it's... Well, that, that works. <laughs> so this would be youtube.com slash C slash ZZYZX. There you go. That, that. that will land this you right there. This guy's the professional. I, I came prepared with links. Stop it. Stop it. All right. Yeah. Go check Zizix out. Especially. I mean, regardless, check him out. But especially if you are a sport player, he is going to be able to help you get better at the game. Uh, Hank, DJ, Lanzo, as always, thank you for being here, I guess. Yeah, I guess. No problem, friend. Thanks for having us, buddy. Oh, hey, anytime. And to everybody else, uh, we will be back. Someone kill that pigeon. We will be back, uh, not next week, but the week after, with a a whole new episode bird free with a whole new cast in- after mo- after mojo after- <sighs> god i hate the show <laughs> after saggle yeah, kills us all bye i'd bye. like to see him try uh, thank you and the pro-
Chill, chill. 